Hi, Dale Scout listeners. This is Mark Portney, the president of Global Source Infrastructure Partners. Global Source is the global player in the sourcing, manufacturing, and importing of consumer goods. For the last 35 years, we've worked with consumer good brands, aggregators, and PE firms to source, manufacture, and import their goods with an average of 15% savings on product costs. We offer a risk-free quote on any of your current products. Simply send us samples and we'll deliver to you a quote with your exact landed costs to your door, minimum order quantities, and project timing. Once you approve the quote, we'll deliver counter samples for you to sign off on and place your order. Oh, and by the way, this quote is 100% free and we absorb the freight costs. Visit globalsourceip.com and book a call to get started. Mention the Deal Scout podcast and I'll personally be on our intro call to answer any and all of your questions. That's globalsourceip.com to get started. Good day, fellow dealmakers. Welcome to the Deal Scout. Now, if you're a deal maker, an investor, and you're buying stuff, and you're in the technology world, you probably have used a smartphone, and you probably have used some app in your in your life. We're going to have a conversation with a guy who's built a crazy amount of apps and who invests in them too. So we're gonna we're gonna hear some you know the good, the bad, the you know what to invest in, how to look at apps, especially if you're a VC group looking to make investment decisions, you probably want to pay attention because he's going to give you some insights on what to look for. So with that, AJ from Tampa, Florida, welcome to the show. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, I've been a, I've been an entrepreneur. Uh, the first app that I was thinking of building was in 2012. It was a fitness technology app. I completely fell on my face, but it, it got me into venture capital and, and all sorts of cool opportunities. But apps have been around for a while. How long have you been in the app building space? Uh, we have been in that space for more than 10 years now. Awesome. 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 All right. So why don't you give us a little idea about who is AJ? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would describe myself as a uh, technology strategist, uh, whether it's just online marketing or whether it's working on uh apps, whether it's uh, launching an app or rebranding a piece of software, um, you can definitely talk to me about, you know, making sure that you are getting the biggest bang for your buck. And we obviously have a team who can do the job for you as well. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to give us an idea of how you got into this game, right? So give us a, give us an idea of your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. 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 So, uh, around, uh, 16 years ago, we uh, started an uh, just a uh, online marketing company. We were just you know cranking out websites, and that's what we did you know all day long. And then uh, we saw the opportunity where, uh, or saw the bigger opportunity where uh, people have needs for all different types of platforms. You know, software they need in their business, whether to uh, increase their internal processes. Uh, make them better or or make certain platforms as lead magnets uh, for lead gen purposes, right? So uh, that's how we kind of, you know, got reeled into it. And uh, the actually the first website, and this is how, how it, it kind of, you know, um, uh, how, how we got into it. The first website we created, um, first or second, I, I would say that maybe the second or third, I can't even remember, uh, the, the, back in the day, um, it was an e-commerce store, and that did not have um, 
something like you know WooCommerce, right? You know, or Big Commerce, or, or any of these uh, e-com platforms, or Shopify. I mean, this I'm talking about you know back in uh, 2006 time period. There was literally nothing. If you wanted an e-commerce platform, you had to code it straight HTML. Uh, you just have to hard code it yourself. And that's how you built e-com platforms. And we did it. And we not only just, you know, did the uh, the hard coding of the, sh- the shopping, shopping cart software, we even got into the reporting piece as well. We even integrated an accounting piece. So there were, you know, I think, you know, we, we used some um, bits and pieces of uh, open source uh, stuff. However, it was just, just brutal hard coding of e-com uh, software, which kind of, you know, led us to getting into the app development and kind of, you know, seeing the bigger picture there and seeing the bigger need. And mm-hmm. also we, we thought that, you know, it would be great if we can help out a lot of folks who are out there who have this need. And most people don't even know where to go, where to find an app developer, whether they are building something for themselves or whether they are building it to sell. So that's where we thought that, you know, let's, get into this world too because obviously we have the skill set and we have the knowledge we have the experience so let's help a bunch of people out awesome man so you guys started in the website and then you saw you started to see a need for um apps coming up right because the first you know there wasn't woocommerce there wasn't shopify there wasn't all these you know big com places so you guys were building that and then you started getting into apps so that kind of paved the way for you if you had to add up how many apps you guys might have built and launched, how many would you say in the last 10 years or so? I would say um, counting the apps, uh, whether it's progressive web apps, uh, meaning that you know these are not true apps which, which sits in the iTunes or sits in Google Play Store, but these are actual web apps. Um, I, I would say, you know, over 70 um, and and some apps takes more than a year to build because they are so complex right yeah. so there there is uh, so it's it's funny you asked that question Josh we recently bid on an app and the scoping just the scope the just the scoping process took us six months wow because it's a it's a gigantic uh, piece of software and we started last December. And we just uh, completed the scoping with the client actually early June, so early in this month. So it took us six months. I mean, when I say it took us six months, it actually took both parties six months to put it together. Obviously, you know, uh, they had you know other priorities come up, and then they had to you know go and do those things and come back to it. So we, we were very patient with that. But some apps takes uh, a long time just to kind of conceptualize. To figure out whether it's a good idea or not, because you don't want to, you know, spend a bunch of money and at the end uh, think that oh, I spent all this time and effort and and money and uh, it's a complete complete failure, right? And and you don't want that. Yeah. Now, how do we know? So, how do I know if it's a good idea? If it's worth going and, and, and investing money? Because you know, if it's taking you know six months to scope out a big project, and maybe a year to build it, an incredible amount of capital and time is being invested in this. 
how do I know when I when I'm in the shower and I come up with another idea, right? Another idea from this visionary yeah. guy. How yeah. do I know if it's worth going in and doing the next step? It's a very simple answer. You you know, a lot of people will think that oh, we gotta we gotta you know put this into a dashboard or a metric and uh, metrics and you know figure things out. It's it's a very simple uh, simple answer. Uh, the 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 way you will know whether it's a good idea or not is if others need it. If you can do a survey and see whether others would need something like what you are envisioning an app to be, it's never the situation where you want an app and you build it. You always have to ask the question: Would others actually download this app and keep it in their phone and start using it? So. If the answer to that question is yes, then I would say, yes, you should go ahead with building that app. But if the answer is, I don't know, then don't do it. And I ask this question from everyone who wants to work with us. Uh, I'll ask them, who came up with the idea? Did you come up with the idea? Yeah. <laughs> right? And just get a straight answer. And the, and the answer, I would say 90% of the time is, yeah, I came up with the idea. And now then I'll ask, did you run it by uh, your family, people in your close circle? Um, how about did you talk about it, you know, with your friends and, you know, get an idea about what they thought or did they have any uh, objections about it? Uh, I, I would get into all of that because from uh, even if you are just hired, even if you don't partner up, if you are just hired to work on the app, we want to make sure that no one wants to exit this process six months down the line or three months down the line, right? You know, we, we want someone to be committed to it. And if someone exits uh, halfway through it, then, then uh, you know, it's our loss as well as their loss, right? So yeah. we, we don't want that. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of ideas and I'm, I'm sure the visionaries listening in or the investors or the, the, you know, the, the heavy idea people, the inventors, the innovators, ideas come all the time and, right. you know, talking with people about it and going, is this idea a good idea or a bad idea? Do you need it? Would you pay for it? Would you use it? Right. There's, there's questions to ask. One of the, as I was early in my entrepreneurial stages, I was nervous to talk about the idea because I didn't want anybody to steal it. I had this greatest idea in the world and I kept my mouth shut about it and I invested my pension and I went all in. And then when I tried to build it, I couldn't. So what, what, what advice do you have for other innovators, inventors, and visionaries in regards to talking about your idea or working with a group like yours? Yeah, I would say that, you know, um, we all want to be very protective of our ideas, right? You know, we, we want to, you know, uh, everyone wants to, you know, sign an NDA before they talk about it. Uh, and we we have actually done very successful deals. With, we, we have partnered up with folks who didn't even need an agreement. They, I mean, they were like, let's go, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of folks who are listening in, you know, move, you know, you, there are folks like that too. And um, what what I would say is, if you have an idea, trust me, no one's going to, in this day and age, there's a very little chance of someone stealing your idea and actually executing on that idea. Very slim chance because anything which you can ever imagine is already, I mean, it's out there. 
you can just like a lot of stuff which you can which you think is cool is already out there in form of a platform in form of some kind of a uh, SaaS play where you can you know pay something monthly and 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 get your uh, get your uh, basically your account and start using it but but you know when you have a original idea taking that idea to the world is not easy so if you think that you know someone can just just because you talk 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 about an idea over drinks on Friday evening with someone, if you think that you know they're gonna go and you know see that idea and build a you know a, a million or a billion dollar business, that I would say is not happening because going from an idea to actual execution is not an easy path. And because you can obviously build that platform, then there's marketing around it too, right? So you, I mean, you understand marketing, and you know that that is a not a uh, not for the faint of heart, right? So that <laughs> that that really takes some uh, guts to execute on it and make that idea a reality. And the other thing is, n- no one understands the amount of investment you have to make, not just financially, but emotionally, your life-wise, work-wise, to get this idea to reality, right? So. If someone thinks that, oh, I'm going to steal this guy's or gal's idea and go build this, you know, they are, I don't know, you know, they are, they are, they are not living in this real world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I had to learn that the hard way. And uh, the more experience that I, I, I got through hard knocks and the more experienced groups I was working with is people talked about ideas very freely and they, they, yeah. they would, they would validate it with other investors, other people yeah. who had the, money and the resources to run with these ideas, but not the bandwidth or the, d- the desire or yeah. the energy, right? Yeah. To do that. Yeah. A lot of people will, um, when, you know, when you, when you talk about these ideas with your investor friends, right. And I'll be very, and I'll also say that, you know, when you speak about ideas, you want to talk about ideas with the right kind of people. Right. Yeah. You don't want to just, you know, run this by your cousin Winnie and you know, all these other folks who probably have no clue about, you know, what your what your vision is. But you know, if you talk about your entrepreneurial friends, they will probably want to not steal your idea. They probably want to partner up with you. If you need money or resources, they probably want to you know, give that to you. They probably don't want to even build that for you or you know, build against you or you know, run against you, but they probably want to just partner up and they will also try to see where you are with the process, right? You know, if you are in a place where it makes sense for, for them to partner up, then they will, they will say, yeah, you know, let, let's partner up, you know, here's capital or here are my resources, you know, feel free to use it and uh, let's partner up. But I don't think, you know, anyone's going to just, you know, try to uh, steal the ideas. Yeah. Talking with the right people about your ideas is so vital. Let me give you yeah. a few examples of mistakes that I made, right? Yeah. Every single idea in my head and in my notebook, I would talk with my wife about it. She's like, okay, I'm done with your freaking ideas. Go to work, get, make money, pay our bills, right? So that was yeah. one mistake I made. Yeah. But then I, I, I saw this guy and I knew him. He, we went to church together, hmm. super successful, ran a very successful manufacturing company. And I yeah. was asking him about an early stage technology company. He didn't have the expertise, but he brought his manufacturing to that and it just wasn't a fit. I should have been right. talking to people like you who are technologists who know how much it costs to build it, who see right. how to grow it, right? Yeah. Um, when, 
when you're sitting across from an entrepreneur, let's just say I'm pitching an idea to you. I've got money, I've got time, I've got desire, I've got all the boxes checked, and I'm ready to go on a nap. I've got time too, right? Everything on my side is a green light, but you're looking at it and you're going, no, that's not a good idea and here's why. What are some of the things that you would see if I'm talking to the right person yeah. that you would talk me out of it, even if I have the money and everything else lines up? Yeah, I would say uh, the number one thing I would look for is whether the entrepreneur has done his or her own research mm-hmm. to see whether they are, you know, what kind of competition is out there. You know, if you want to build another CRM system, um, just because, you know, it has this one little feature, I would probably say, I don't know, because, you know, another CRM system can, you know, add that very easily and just be your competition like overnight, right? Um, so make sure that you do your research, make sure that you you do a deep dive and it's very easy to do, right? You know, just pull up Google and <laughs> start looking up and you will come across all kinds of systems which are out there. And then um, also... Um, uh, have uh, an idea about um, what's the expectation in terms of the implementation cycle. And let me explain that a little bit. Implementing an idea which is gigantic can actually not be the best thing to do as you are rolling out a new platform, right? Mm-hmm. Scale it down, find what your minimum viable product is the MVP. Get your MVP um, into a, you know, get the structure around the MVP. Make sure you know that what is your MVP. So we we uh, talk, you know, talk with a lot of entrepreneurs uh, who have this grand vision of, you know, where it wants, where they want to take their idea. And we actually help them to scale it down and then basically, uh, uh, have chunks, you know, version one, MVP, version two, version three, and any subsequent versions, right? You know, so when you do that, that helps out. Now, if someone says, no, 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 I want all this to be in one, and I want my launch to have all of this, we will caution them saying that you might run into issues when you are trying to roll this out because it's such a big project and what we have seen from our experiences as we are building as they see the visual of this coming together they get sidetracked they want to you know work on something else so that's number two so scale down your vision and see what are the core features you want to implement first mm-hmm. and then uh, the third one i would say is well uh, how would you make money right so is, is there a way for you to make money? You might have a freemium version, but where is the premium? How would you make money? So we'll, we'll, we'll look into that and there are different ways of doing it, but we want to see a clear path for that. So if someone can, you know, uh, just target those three things, I think, you know, they are going to be in a good place when it comes to, uh, to uh, a successful uh, app development process with any app developer. Those are great things. Like, you know, when I started writing out my uh, idea, I 
I was starting in my notebook and I filled up the notebook fast, but then I, I went and I actually bought a huge poster board and I yeah. wrote out my idea. This was before, you know, they had tablets and all these yeah. other things, but the idea was massive. So when I was doing scoping for it, the, the project mm. was crazy. Now that, because I added, I spent crazy amount of time adding every single feature and I priced yeah. myself out of an app very right. quickly. Yeah. Whereas the core value, the minimal viable product was very tiny. I could have launched that easily. I, I made that mistake. So that's, that's really good input. And that that's, comes from experience, right? Right. You see yeah. this? Um, yeah. Let me ask you, uh, all right, this is going to be a personal question. If okay. I grabbed your phone right now and I took a look at your phone, are you an Apple or an Android guy? I'm an Android guy. All right, so I got it. <laughs> so I, 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 we, we grab your Android. You, you phone. can't ask that question from a technology guy, right? Exactly. That that was my <laughs> expectation. That was I expected that. But I, I, I clicked on Screen Time and I saw which app you use the most. Right? You know, you can't say YouTube. You can't say you know my contact list. What app that is from a you know a a, a developer or someone? That's not a huge corporation. Which app do you use the most? So I can't say Audible? Uh, okay, you can say Audible. Okay, give us the top three things then, maybe. Uh, you mean top three things I like about Audible? Oh, no, no. Top, maybe top three apps. So you named a big company. Okay, Amazon picked up Audible, and they're, they're doing okay, right? Yeah. What about some smaller apps? Um, let, me, let me take a quick look. I think, you know, I need to uh, just like, you know, Look at it real quick. Um, ooh, it's always the big guys, you know, whom I use use the most. But uh, um, there is an app called Ucut Video Editor. It's a small Ucut. company. Ucut Video Editor. Okay. Um, so to edit quick videos, things like that, very easy to use. Uh, so I, I definitely recommend uh, using those guys. And... Um, Another small app is called Tiny Scanner. Great for scanning documents. Um, I've actually found it easier than using the actual scanner to, yeah. <laughs> to scan um, scan any documents. Um, yeah, those those um, I would say you know so along with Audible, those two. Yeah. All yeah. right. Another personal question in Audible: what what book are you listening to right now? The book I'm listening to right now is a very He's smiling book. right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's uh, one, million, 1 Million Followers by uh, Brendan Kagan. Richard. Okay. Got it? Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. So it's yeah. a book about creating followers and, and, and essentially building something of influence. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Building influence. And um, it's, uh, it's a book, you know, how he builds... 1 million followers within 30 days. So obviously, you know, he, he, I mean, he's really nobody. He's not Taylor Swift. He's not, but he has worked on Taylor Swift, you know? So um, he says that he's nobody, but anyone can build the followers cool. if, if you really do the right thing. Okay. So when it comes to apps, we'll go back to apps, right? So, you know, we were looking at a deal together and you're like, Hey, Josh, you haven't done a deep dive. You know, the scope is massive. Uh, the competition's there. The competition could easily add your one feature, you know, Zoho, Pipedrive, Salesforce. Yeah. They could easily add this, 
you know, CRM that adds your picture to it or whatever the small feature is, right? Sure. So you you talk some people out of deals, right? Or you, you advise them, hey, you might want to consider something else. When someone's sitting across from you, let's say you and I are having coffee in Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the perfect deal comes across and you're like, not only is that a good idea, but I'm taking my personal money out of my pocket as an investor and going, I'm in with you. What What kind of thing makes it a good idea enough where you would invest in it? I think, you know, the best way to explain this is actually using an example, right? So uh, we um, have the opportunity to work on, uh, and I'll bring up uh, two examples, the the same ones which I shared with you before we hit record. Um, there is a uh, company who creates podcasts, um, helps folks like you to basically roll out podcasts. So uh, they hired us to write uh, what we would, what we see as the Zillow of podcasts. So every podcast in the future mm-hmm. will have a, uh, a, a, a score like the Zestimate, which will basically rank your podcast among the uh, 2.3 million podcasts out there. So uh, they hired us to create that, that platform. And when I looked at it, uh, once it's created, we created the, uh, the, the player as well. When I look at it, I know it's going to be a uh, such a hit because they are, the the uh, the founders already have a very successful business around podcasting. Mm-hmm. So that you know gives a that that gives us assurance that you know when we invest in something like that, um, it's going to go really far because you know it's it's all about you know the passion and the experience the founders have right so uh whenever i sit down with them and for for dinner or drinks you know i know that you know they are very passionate about taking it to the next level uh they were on republic uh and you know uh they they, they did did it the right way so uh i took personal money and invested in that company because i know that you know they are going to take it to the next level and then um, another deal which didn't happen that way was we started working on a uh, platform where you can sell your boat or your $400 million yacht on this platform. It's a yacht listing software. And then there is also the yacht closing software as well. So um, this is going to go against the 800 pound gorilla in the market right now, where once it's launched and we are very excited about the opportunity there, and I'm a 50% partner of that business. Um, when I saw it, I, I, I mean, I saw the opportunity. Uh, we looked at the the uh, the, the subscription plans um, the other co-founder put together, and the network she has within the yacht business, not just her network because. She has generational network. This is the, the, the most important and interesting part for me. Her mom was a, a yacht closer as well. She worked for, uh, you know, for a company as a yacht closer and she, they have all kinds of uh, connections in the yachting industry. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the, that really kind of, you know, was a, a kind of a dead giveaway for me that this is a great opportunity to get in. And, uh, you know, we, we just, you know, invested in that uh, because 
we we see the opportunity. So some of these are made. These decisions are made um, by you know getting you know really close on calculations. Some are calcu- calculations based. Obviously, numbers are very important. But uh, more than the uh, financials, sometimes what matters most is the numbers which are beyond the financials, which is the uh, the numbers you 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 see in the future because it's the numbers of your network, right? It's the numbers of the quality of your network, things like that. So uh, I I would say you know those are also very important considerations when it comes to making the decision on investing in any kind of app out there. Yeah. Super awesome. Here are some uh, nuggets that I'm repeating what you shared. Yeah, they had a for you to make an investment personally out of mm. your own do- you know po- pocket. Yeah. I can't even talk. I do this for a living. I can't even talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> personal expertise. They have yeah. industry knowledge. They have tribal knowledge of what of what it does and who it serves. They have a yeah. passion or a desire for it. It's it's you know it's some way disruptive. Your case, it's going after the eight hundred pound gorilla. Yeah, they have it. It's surrounded around a massive network. So when they do potentially launch this, or when they do, they already have a network of people that they that they know and that they've served for a long time for right. generations. Right. And and then you're looking at numbers beyond financials, right? Yeah. I want you to explain that a little bit. Oh, did I miss anything from that? No, no, no. You, you're good. Okay. So yeah, I can, I can answer that question. Yeah. So the numbers behind the financials, right? So I'm looking at the app. I go, okay, customer acquisition costs. This is what the average, you know, value of each user is going to do. This is how much each transaction is going to make me. And I'm looking at the financials and I'm going, this looks pretty sound business. And you're saying, well, there's numbers beyond the financials. What are those that I'm missing? Yeah. So um, going back to that example of the network, right? It's really hard to put uh, a dollar amount on your network, right? And I mean, there's a saying that your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. But um, when you have generational network, then you know that your, you know, it's very easy to acquire customers just because the, you know, only one one person gets to know about it. And it spreads like wildfire. And yes, it, it is it is connected to uh, customer acquisition cost. However, uh, if we if we think about it, you know, if it is okay, my customer acquisition cost is based on the marketing dollars I spend. That does not apply to this because when one gets to know about it, especially in the yachting industry, it's very big, and at the same time, it's very small. Mm-hmm. And and that's because. If you ever go on a uh, on on a, on, a, on a yachting expedition, right? You say you go in Alaska. Next week you come to Florida. The yachting people in Florida will know that you went on a on a, on a yachting expedition in Alaska, right? Because it's again, it's very big. At the same time, it's very small. Everyone talks everyone talks to each other so your customer acquisition cost will be very low when you have that kind of network so knowing that you can tap into these things easily is a is a big thing it's yeah. a, it's really a big thing because at the end that 
it's going to bring down your marketing costs. Yeah, but AJ, I'm sure you've heard this before. If I build it, they will come, right? I, <laughs> I'm not even worried. People are, I'm just going to build this thing. I'm going to submit it to Apple and Google, and people are just going to line up to sign <laughs> up, right? Yeah. Have you experienced that before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like on a daily basis, right? You know, everyone thinks that, you know, let's, I mean, it's it, not even from an app world, you know, people think that, you know, when you build a website that people, you know, your phone will start ringing, right? You know, that's really not the case. Uh, when it comes to a website, you got to push everything proactively to Google, right? You know, that's how you are going to get those phone calls uh, or inquiries coming through. The same thing goes when it comes to creating an app. Um, I would say that whatever your, whatever your spend or your budget on creating an app, leave at least two thirds of that or, or I would say, you know, two, two thirds more for the marketing, yeah. because that's how much easily, that's how much you would want to, you know, spend in uh, getting the word out. Because um, if I use that example of the, the yachting platform, you'll have to go to yacht shows, right? You know, you'll have to go to boat shows. You'll have to uh, uh, resource, resource the, uh, the marketing department to reach out to all the marine brokers right so mm -hmm. that that's a ton of work that needs to be done uh, to get your word out uh, things will not automatically happen just because you build it yeah all right so and i think we've all experienced that some way where we've invested in a website or built a podcast or you know we built something and then we sat around okay when's my phone gonna ring and it didn't, right? Yeah. So you're saying add on another two thirds, add on more, because it's going to cost to acquire a customer. To get someone to one day open up the Apple store, or Google store, download it, right? There's a cost for that acquisition. Yeah. What are some of the, give us some tips and tricks for other fellow investors out there building apps or investing in apps or founders. What are some tips and tricks on customer acquisition? Um. I would say that you know, podcasting is a big one. Get on podcasts. It's a it's a it's a good one. It's a big one. Um, get on podcasts um, and and uh, you know give a shout out about you know what you're working on. Uh, talk you know more about uh, the features and functions and how it can serve the community. Um, you can obviously you know do a search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. um, uh, hire a marketing company to do your Google ads, uh, retargeting, and also um, select the social media channels you want to go after very carefully. Just don't select, oh, I'm going to do Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You know, don't do that. <laughs> Just, you know, make it numbers driven, right? And and also think, you know, where your customers are hanging out. Are they hanging out in TikTok all day, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're trying to sell a $40 million yacht. Are they on TikTok? Maybe they are, but know that, right, for, for sure. And then when it comes to marketing expenditure uh, or marketing spend, micro-testing. I can't st stress the importance of micro-testing. You want to make sure that you hire a firm who are big on micro-testing. It's not about, you know, just because you have a $10,000 budget a month that, or a million-dollar budget a month, 
they are not just saying, okay, you know, let's blow through this million dollars so we get paid. That's not the way to to do it. Mm-hmm. You want to have a team who will microtest for probably a month or a month and a half to make sure that they know exactly the customer journey or the potential customer journey when they see that ad, right? And which ad converts the best. So microtest the heck out of it and that will get you the biggest bang for your buck. Um, so if I summarize, get on podcasts, very easy to do, right? And then uh, hire a team who can run a successful Google campaign, whether you are doing organic or whether you are doing uh, PPC, pay-per-click, uh, retargeting, uh, or, or both. And third one is, uh, when it comes to social media, don't go after the uh, what's new and shiny and bright out there, but always do your due diligence and pick one where your customers are hanging out and go after that one. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. So in your experience as you know, a technologist over here building apps for other people, investor investing in other apps that you find um, – interesting and that you you see promise mm-hmm. what does the future look like for for you and your your group like where where are your interests heading yeah so um we are uh we are looking for more deals we are looking for better opportunities that's where our future is heading uh we we come across uh, the the way we grow is we by partnering up with other companies. So that's where we are heading. We are always looking for opportunities. We are always looking for uh, folks who have great ideas where we can help them to execute them and even partner up. And that's where we are heading. Super cool. Um, I'm looking on your LinkedIn and it says a passionate father of two. Have your uh, kids learned how to build apps or have you built apps for your kids or any family members yet? Uh, the as is actually my son has hiredthiskid.com. And he, uh, so this this is something which we did pre-COVID and he's 11 now. My daughter, is, uh, she just turned, uh, turned five. So uh, my son, before, before COVID, will go to local businesses in Tampa, and he will do a video review of that business, and he'll get paid hundred bucks, which is great money, right? And it's better than uh, <laughs> mowing lawns or you know running lemonade stands. Yeah. And we we have uh, a YouTube channel. Actually, you know, he has uh, four YouTube channels. Um, he you know he has one for that. He has a travel YouTube channel. He's a, a musician as well. Uh, he has written his own songs. These are published there on iHeartRadio. We've done uh, um, uh, like music videos. Uh, I welcome anyone to uh, check him out. Uh, Ashane Alutwala, A-S-H-A-N-E. Alutwala, my last name, A-L-U-T-H-W-A-L-A. And there's a really cool song called Island of Dreams, uh, which we shot everywhere in Tampa, you know, into Fort DeSoto, it has this pirate theme where it starts with a kid dreaming and like falling asleep at his desk. 
and yeah. he and in his dream he is uh, he's a pirate and he finds uh, treasure. So it it was a fun video shoot. So <laughs> and it's called Island. So we could check out the, his uh, song that he produced. Yeah, on uh, YouTube. Or, or, It'll be on YouTube, Spotify. I mean, all 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 kinds of you know channels. Uh, but it's the video is obviously on YouTube. Oh, I found dreams. it on um, on Spotify just now. Okay. Awesome, 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 awesome. I'll, I'll check that out after we get off the call. So you're okay. building an influencer and you're building a technologist, right? That's super <laughs> right. cool, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this question, right? So all day long technology and playing with your Android phone and helping other people build, you know, technology stuff. What, what do you do for fun? Right? What, what's something that like a personal interest of yours that you're like, you know what? I, I'm, I really dig this. This is how I maybe unplug from technology for a bit. Yeah. Um, the way I do that is actually, I'm a, I'm really good at grilling. Really? I, I make some mean, mean ribs. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, when we uh, lived in, um, uh, the uh, the Wichita area in, in Kansas, I got the secret recipe from a uh, Kansas City Barbecue Society judge to make ribs. Mm. So I make some mean ribs. I get the rib rub still from uh, Oklahoma and get the barbecue sauce from uh, Wichita. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I actually grilled uh, last night as well, made some uh, pork medallions. So that's my jam. So you're really good cook. So next time we're hanging out in in Tampa, we are doing it. We're having a grill party. I love it. <laughs> we are doing it. I love eating it. Eating barbecue. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. So AJ, as you're as you're building this uh, this company, what's you're you're looking for? You know, you guys are looking for more interesting deals to do for other people, and maybe some other deals to to partner up with. Um, is there is there like a and maybe this is some inside information you could share with me. Is there like an app or something that you have in your head that you're like, why doesn't someone build this? It might not be me, but someone right. really needs to fix this problem. Right. And I will actually share the perfect app for everyone listening in, right? Because you all get ideas pitched to you, right? And you don't know whether what this company is claiming is is true or not, right? So just imagine this. We have a system where their accounting system is plugged in, where their bank account is plugged in. You get a dashboard. It's a really an EOS system where you see what their numbers are by yourself. They don't have to submit those numbers to you you can go and check the numbers at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, right? The real numbers. And you can check the numbers for last year, the previous year, last month. You can check all of that because all these numbers are plugged in because it's very easy when you um, go to uh, masterminds, when you go to uh, these you know, circles, where people get on stage and claim that, oh, yeah, I got, you know, I did, you know, $10 million worth of sales last year. Oh, yeah, I sold this property for $230 million last month. And I, oh, I had the biggest score ever. Prove it. Right? I'm not saying that, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not trusting you, but I'm just saying, prove it. Pull your numbers, put it on display. 
we got to create a system where everything is plugged in. And when we have that, then um, deal making becomes very easy. And whoever who has that, who, who has that system will be able to uh, put it on like subscription basis mm-hmm. and sell it over to uh, send, like sell it, you know, to, to anyone. Um, so that I think you know, that would be a cool app to have for all those deal makers out there. Yeah, I think that's super cool. I love, I love transparency. Like when I'm looking at a deal or when our, you know, other groups are asking for a deal, like transparency is like number one thing, especially when it comes to numbers, right? Like yeah. we want to see numbers. We want to see that. So if it's, if it's a way that it does it automatically, that that's a pretty good idea. Hey, maybe we should talk about that app. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll, uh, do something like that. Uh, during this interview, um, I want you to give a, a place where, you know, for, for people out there, they're like, Hey, I got this perfect idea for an app or our business needs an app, or maybe I want to invest in some apps, but I need some help and I need some partners who could help me build that yeah. out. Right. What's a good yeah. place for, for other deal makers to connect with you and uh, maybe talk apps and investing. Absolutely. So anyone can go to AJA360.com. That's AJA360.com. There is a button called contact. Scroll all the way to the bottom. Hit save contact. If you do this on your phone, you'll be able to save my contact details to your phone. And just, you know, feel free to reach out to me. My hand is out there. So feel free to reach out to me and uh, set something up and we can we can talk about it or anything you want to talk about. Awesome. AJ, if if we were hanging out, we were having a barbecue and I get to invite I get to invite some friends, right? Like but they they have to be like a a band or or a musician or an actor, right? Yeah. All right. They could be alive or they could be from the past. Who would you want to hang out with, whether it's a musician or an actor? Who's like who's someone that you're like you have stardom about that you would love to have at your barbecue and cook for them. Dave Matthews band. Ah, so good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We will definitely have some Dave Matthews playing. (laughs) Awesome. What's your favorite Dave Matthews band song, by the way, DMB song. Uh, Nothing comes to my mind right now. I put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) I like them all. Does your son says your, your son's a musician. Does he play any uh, DMB on his guitar? No, he, he does not, you know, he's not there, but you know, he's actually uh, just learning um, the, the riff for uh, Hotel California. Yeah. Just the, the, the hard part, you know, he's learning that, you know, he's going through it uh, right now. So uh, he, yeah, I mean, he can play the song and sing it, but he's, he's trying to, you know, get that piece nailed down. That's kind of his, uh, what he's trying to accomplish this summer. Awesome. 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 Well, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, are there any questions that I should have asked you that I completely screwed up and did not ask you? No, you, you, you did great. I think in a week out it all. Awesome, man. Well, you did great too. Uh, so let's do this, uh, fellow dealmakers in the audience. If you, uh, if you want to connect with our guests to talk about apps or investing, um, all their contact information, all of AJ's contact information will be in the show notes below. So you can connect with him directly. Say, hey, I heard you on the Deal Scout. I've got an app idea. 
or I want to invest in something and I need your help with it. So uh, reach out to our guests and say thanks for being on the show and find a way to do a deal with them. That's the purpose and mission of the show. Now, if you are working on a deal or looking for a deal and want to talk about it here on the show, head over to thedealscout.com, fill out a quick form, maybe get you on the show next. Till then, we'll talk to you all on the next episode. See you guys.